With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, apparently, you guys had a fantasy draft without me, a party. It was amazing, FYI. So I guess I wasn't invited to my own show's pot, a party. That was fun. I feel no, like you were, actually, you were definitely invited. You just decided to be a pussy and not show up. So oh, blame yourself. I feel like today yeah. you're a special guest. Welcome to our show <laughs> with guest Josh Kimmel. Well, uh, we're all on Skype today. We're all talking to each other. Gerald's over there, Dave's over there, and I really did feel left out listening to the shows, but you guys did a great job. Just want to say that I love to see my boys actually come out and do work, and did you guys did a great job. So you guys talked about all the rookies back then, but we don't understand like the impact of them. So today we're going to do the fantasy impact. We're going to have a little draft, like who had the best impact of the draft. We're also going to talk a little news, a little James Winston, a little Andy Dalton, Brett Favre might come up. And at the very end, we're going to do a mock draft of the rookies. So First round dynasty rookie draft. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. You're welcome. Since you didn't explain that good enough, you're welcome. Well, I didn't because I'm new to the Skype. I don't like this. I don't like being away from you guys at all. Sucks. Deal with it. But we're here. So Andy Dalton got cut today from the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Jail, what do you think about that, dude? Where's he going? New England. That was my first thought, too. <laughs> they need it. <laughs> But, what? Go ahead, Dave. I I think he's not great, but I think he's smart and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes, so he would fit in pretty good there. I think that he. I, the first thing I thought about was the Jaguars. I don't know why. Not e- not even to start, just to go in there and give Minshew some competition, maybe to push Minshew to to be a backup. I don't know. I just don't like that situation at all. I don't see him as a starter in this league anymore. There's too much talent out there. If Cam Newton can't get a job, then why should Andy Dalton? Well, I don't think that he's that great. But like I said, I think he's good enough to where he cannot make the mistakes that some of these guys make, which is what Belichick needs. Someone to be smart. And he's not a long-term answer, but he could be. He could fill in for a year. And he's and not injury-prone. What, what options do they have? Yeah, exactly. What options do they have right now in New England? I mean, Cam. Stidham. Who wants, Stidham. That's about it. Brian Hoyer. I mean, yeah, I really option. think Hoyer will start day one. Nah, he's and there to, to train, help help the young kid, I think. Yeah, maybe. But do you really want to throw him to the dogs right away? 
Like he's got no weapons, no help. They might not he's have a choice, man. He sat yeah. behind Tom Brady for a year. I mean, play, dude. Yeah, but we saw what Tom Brady did with that offense. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. But they have nobody else. Brian Hoyer sucks. Like he's out of the league next year. I mean, he should have been out of the league last year, year before. Didn't we say the same thing about Josh McCown when he started for the Bucks? What was going on there? Well, it's an organization that don't know what they were doing at the time. That's what was happening there. No, I agree. Okay, so we have Dalton getting cut. I say he goes to the Jags. You guys say Patriots. I guess we'll wait and see. The other news is you said something about Brett Favre. What's going on with Brett Favre? Uh, he said that Aaron Rodgers feels like the odd man out. Huh. Do you think Brett Favre felt that way when Aaron Rodgers got drafted? Yeah. Of course he did. That's so why here's, what, here's what I want to ask. That's why I brought it up. Is Aaron Rodgers, does he finish his career in Green Bay? No. You know where he's going to finish his career at? I know where he's <laughs> finishing his career at. <laughs> but it's not what you guys think. Where? I think he's going to Chicago. Chicago? I mean, it happens. Yeah. Like, Cousins, how long is he extended for? No, he's got three more years. Three more he's years? Better than, he's, he's better than Rodgers anyway. That's probably true at this point. Psych. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw I saw Cousins win a, a clutch playoff game, so I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I, I think the Packers went to the uh, NFC title game last year, right? Yeah, they won one game. We won one game. It's the same. But they went so. to the NFC title game. Uh, whatever. So they, they were one game away from going to the Super Bowl. So He's trash, period. That's all I know. He's trash. They were one Scott game Dave. away, and then they drafted a quarterback. Damn. Yeah, that's how much they've had faith in him. The Vikings well, didn't draft a quarterback till the seventh round. They got faith in the captain. Who'd you or they, over, or they overpaid him. I don't know. One of the two. Now he, yeah, he's getting paid pretty good compared to a lot of QBs. So. Okay, so we're moving on from that news. So here we go. Let's go straight into the draft. Do we establish? Do we establish who's picking first in this impact draft? Let's go. The first pick has to be whoever's you. the prettiest. Exactly. Give, Thank give you. Give it to the host. Give it to our host. Thank you. Oh, the prettiest. <laughs> oh, that's me, guys. If we're gonna go by the, best looking, the best looking. Okay. Well, let's go to the best looking. I think the number one impact of this draft, I'm going to say Dak Prescott. I was talking about Tom Brady earlier, but I'm going to go Dak. He just added a CD lamb to that offense. We already knew about, you know, Omari Cooper. He can go from 150 yards to a game to 12. He's still a burner. He's still got, uh, got Zeke up back there. He's going to run the ball for him. Like, he's just going to do everything. This is going to be the highest scoring offense of all time. And in our quarantine draft, Dave, I drafted him, and I totally forgot about it. And I'm super stoked about it. Dude, that guy's, if he's not a top three quarterback this year, then I don't know what's going on in Dallas. I said that uh, if you listen to the show, I said that when they drafted <laughs> Lamb. I said, oh, you said, probably said that? Top, top three quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely did. He did. And I agree that. I, now, he's a top quarterback for sure right now. In mm. redraft, he was probably going to go around sixth, seventh quarterback off the board probably. I think this guy rockets him to the level of Mahomes, Lamar, then Dak. What do you guys yeah. think? I think it's those guys and, and Kyler Murray are the top four. You think Kyler is up there with him too? 
Yeah, he was awesome last year, and now he had a Hopkins, so yeah. The one guy we're not talking about is Michael Gallup, though. Gallup is still a beast with that team. Yeah, they got three great receivers. I love that. That offense is going to be hard to stop. He's not CeeDee Lamb, though. CeeDee Lamb's going to take over. Every, uh, he's the best wide receiver in the room now. Is he yeah. better than Amari Cooper? Yes. Yes, that's – guess next, what? Cooper just got $100 million, so. The next D-hop. He might be. Yeah. He might be right. It's a great, it's a great tool for Dak. Is C.D. Lamb going to be great right off the bat? Is he going to be a Beckham? Is he going to be a Mike Evans? Or is he going to have time to groom? He's going to be like, I think, like Mike Evans. I think it's going to take like seven games just to catch up the speed. Yeah. The thing is, you got Cooper on the outside. Does Gallup move to the slot and Lamb goes to the outside? Is he that kind of player? Yeah, who is the um, who would be the possession receiver, the slot guy? I, w- I would think it would be Gallup. It would have to be Gallup because I think Lamb's too good to right. limit him to that role. Right. All right, we're going to do a snake drive. Dave, I'm going to pick Dave up next. You're middle. My biggest winner is the number one running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kansas City. He goes to probably the best offense in the league. He's going to be you – know, you know what Andy Reid does with his running backs. All he does is put out you know a great guy. So the guy can catch the ball. I heard he has some trouble blocking, but listen, that's what Damian Williams is for. He'll get in there. He'll learn. But the most upside is definitely uh, is this guy right here going to that Chiefs offense. Were you surprised that they took him over the likes of Dobbins, Swift, Taylor? Yeah, I think everyone was surprised. No one had him as a number one running back. Absolutely no one. Yeah. But that just probably says what, you know, what what's that say about what Andy Reid and those guys think of him. So. I mean, I trust Andy Reid to pick a running back. Look what Hunt did two years ago. You know, I mean, look what every running back he's had, like, ever has done. Like, they always finish high. That's the guy that they chose. So, that, that's my biggest winner for sure. Gerald, does he have – is he the 101 in standard dynasty pick drafts? Not for me, but a lot of guys, I could see why they're going to take him 101. Yeah. <clears throat> is he a 101 in Superflex? Yeah. I think um, I think there's two or three running backs that could go over the quarterbacks if you don't need a quarterback. All right, Gerald, you're up. Go pick number three. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. We're all going to explain yourself. Uh, what do I need to explain? I mean, it's Tom Brady. He's coming to what, – what was Tampa Bay's offense last year, Rank? Definitely top five. I mean, top three. It was ranked high. Um, he's, he's welcomed – to Tampa with so many weapons. I mean, we we already know how many weapons he has here in Tampa compared to what he had in New England. Um, so yeah, it's Tom Brady, man. He, you know, people aren't parking their boats behind his house anymore. So he has that nice view of the bay now. You know, the parks, the everybody's allowing him to work out at the parks now because us fans will riot. If you run Tom Brady out of town, what what did he do in the draft to win? Explain yourself. That's what I don't understand. I was going to say the same thing. Like he like the draft didn't make him a winner. Oh, he him got coming. he got a running back. He got a running back that could do it all. I mean, he could catch the ball. He could block. He got a left tackle. He can block. He got a left tackle. I think this is a bad pick, but Brady is a winner from the offseason. I don't think he's a draft. Listen, winner, I just wanted to talk about him. I mean, he's he just a beautiful wanted, man. Just he's the goat. You know. You're gonna jerk yep. your little penis. It's cool. exactly. What's up? What's up with your boy? Um, what's up with him tampering? 
I heard they were tampering with your boy. Probably. Yeah, they went to cheaters. Yeah. Him and Gronk already cheating. Fin- what are y'all fucking crying about it? Dude, your tight end's a WWE 24-7 champion. He's a loser. <laughs> and OJ Howard and Cameron Bray. Just keep naming them. There's so many weapons here. It's crazy. Dude, you're gonna pay like eight million to a Cameron Bray still? That's that's bad. Oh, uh, he he'll he'll probably be gone next year. He should be gone this year. No, I mean, why are you gonna take right. dead money for for nothing? I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. All right. It's a snake draft, so you gotta go again, second round. Oh, I'm gonna go Cam Akers. I like this one a lot. <laughs> he does it all. He checks all the boxes in that offense. It's it's gonna be nasty, dude. He could be 101 in the draft as well. He's one of those guys I feel that can, I mean, in the Rams offense, that's what they were missing was that girl. Imagine if he's giving you girly numbers. Dude, that's 101, bro. Yeah, his peak was retarded. But, yes, I see what you're saying because I do think Akers can do that um, to uh, you know a little bit lesser level. But I love the pick. I love Akers going to L.A., being in that offense. I think he's a huge winner going there. Yeah. My only concern is they drafted Gurley. They didn't use Gurley till the end of the year. They drafted Daryl Henderson. They stuck in Malcolm Brown instead. So what is this telling us? They're going to just stick Cam Akers in the back until like week 10? Dude, you don't, you don't draft do. a Cam Akers and not play him, right? Well, you said, you said the same thing about Gurley, but they didn't play him till about week 7. Yeah, but I mean... Wasn't doesn't he have arthritis or something that you were saying? Well, that, I'm talking about when he was a rookie. He didn't really get onto the scene till about week seven. Yeah, but um, we're talking I, about fantasy value. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of league you're in, right? Well, you're you're talking dynasty. I'm probably talking redraft right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. Well, Cam Akers is going to be great redraft. Yeah. I don't know because this is an organization that's proved they use veterans over rookies. But, but I do love the game maker's pick. It's a great pick. But you know, during these, um, even a redraft, usually these rookie running backs come out of nowhere and kill it. Oh, there's always one rookie running back in the top 12. So. Or, or more, right? So well, this, year, this year might be more. Yeah, especially this year. All right, Dave, you're up. Second round pick. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take a, I don't think we've had talked about any losers yet. So I'm going to take a loser. I think probably Aaron Rodgers. He's a big loser. Packers, I mean, he's an actual loser. He's also a fantasy loser. <laughs> so, True story. Uh, they drafted his backup, like his replacement. They drafted no first-round receiver. They drafted a backup running back. They got him no help. I don't understand. I'm happy, but I don't understand what the Packers are doing. But, you know, that's the Packers. So I just think uh, he's, he's, he's too old to be wasting, you know, these, these the bums that they drafted. So. He got no help in the draft at all, and they already had an average offense. So, there well, you go. let me ask you a question: When was Mason Rudolph drafted? Third round, I think. Okay, when was Jimmy Garoppolo drafted? Late first, early second. Okay, um, how about this happen? This happens more than we think. These guys get drafted. I mean, first round is a little too high. I understand that, but these guys get drafted, and then they end up going nowhere, doing nothing. And the Aaron Rodgers or the Tom Brady's or the Ben Roethlisberger's, they overcome it, and they're still great. They're still doing stuff. I mean, we've, we've seen this multiple times. This isn't something new, right? Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be just fine. He okay, doesn't... he's still a loser. He got no help, which is what they should have done. <laughs> he got no help. 
if what you're saying is true and Love is a nobody in three years, he's a backup and not a league, they still they still didn't help Rodgers, which is what they should have done. No, they didn't help so, him. And he point. is a loser. No, he is a loser in the draft. That is true. And that's but what I'm saying. Throughout his career, he doesn't need the new Hopkins. He doesn't need the Jerry Judy's. He has Devontae Adams. He's got the Jordy Nelsons. Like he had those guys thrown to. He doesn't yeah, need these. Those stuff. guys are great. So I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, but they were first round picks. But like a year or two ago, I think last year, they drafted a bunch of wideouts. I know a lot of people are like, hey, he has no weapons, but they drafted his fourth round. Yeah, I mean, but but still, they they've been drafting wideouts for him. He just hasn't been doing anything with those guys. Some of these well, guys that usually that he would come, he would turn into superstars that aren't you know high draft picks. Um, he hasn't been doing that. You know? He does. He doesn't need it. That's my whole point. He is a loser because they didn't really improve his situation. But at the same time, he's still winning because he's the best quarterback in the league. <sighs> He's not the best quarterback in the league. Stop with that. Dude, it, it's it's all perception. Like everybody wants him to be the best quarterback in the league and all this, but he, he's he's not. He's not doing anything. You can't argue his touchdown to interception ratio. You can't argue his efficiency. You can't argue that he wins all the time. He's just a winner. He's just a great player. And I understand. What would it be fun to see him with Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb or even Rigger or or Rugs? Of course, it'd be so much fun, but he doesn't need it. Yeah, maybe he He's would win. Good. Maybe he does need it. Maybe that would put him over the top, and he would win another Super Bowl. Yeah, another Super Bowl. We're talking about another. He's already won a Super Bowl. Yeah, how long ago? It doesn't matter. It does. Look matter. at these guys. Has New Hopkins won a Super Bowl? Has Julio Jones won a Super Bowl? We're talking about all these stud stud receivers. They haven't won Super Bowls. Uh, they've right? been to one before him. Julio but Jones has been to a Super Bowl here recently. Oh, well, I'm saying that, but stud receivers don't win Super Bowls. Stud quarterbacks do. I'm not disagreeing, but that's what we're talking about. He hasn't done it in so long. Maybe he's not a stud quarterback anymore. He's in fantasy. He's just a streamer. Exactly. And in real life, he's just a streamer right now. Yep. Okay, we're going to my second round pick. I'm going to go with uh, on Johnson as a loser because they drafted Swift, and it really aggravates me because Patricia, I think what he's doing is he's copying Belichick, and he's just going to get all the running backs, all of them, and he's just going to play them all. He did the same thing with Blunt, on this Ty Johnson guy they drafted, it, it, um, Theo Riddick. He just does this, and he's just going to copy that system because he thinks it works. And all it does is it kills on Johnson's value, and it might hurt Swift. I agree. Yeah, totally. We were talking about that during the draft is that he would do – like he would try to be like the Patriots and have a bunch of running backs, and nobody has great value. I mean, on two years in a row fit, didn't couldn't finish the season because he's hurt. I mean, he came back last year, like week 17, it didn't matter. So like, I understand the pick. It's just a lot of people put a lot of stock in the carry-on. Now they're getting screwed over. Exactly. Dave, you got anything to say? Carry-on's a big loser. <laughs> Great insight, Dave. You're welcome. No, I mean, it's it's simple. Like, he can't stay healthy, like you said. He got replaced by a high draft pick, who a lot of people had as their top running back in the draft. 
Um, I mean, it's pretty clear what's going on there. Like, I mean, maybe they're going with a two-headed backfield, but I feel like Swift is special, and I feel like Carrion is a fine player, but I don't think he's special. I think Swift, by midseason, is going to have that job to himself. So, yeah, I think Carrion's just – I mean, it sucks for him. But I think he was okay last year. He was fine. But uh, he, he's, uh, he's definitely a huge loser. All right, my next pick is I'm going to pick a winner because this is huge impact. Uh, Drew Locke, dude, you got Jerry Judy. That's who we wanted. Now he has Sutton, Judy, and Noah Fant throwing to. Yeah. That's pretty good in my opinion. Mm. Um, Drew Locke came out of nowhere last year putting up good fantasy numbers. I know because he's in my dynasty leagues, and I had no idea I had him. I totally forgot I had Drew Locke. So I'm pretty excited about this season with Judy adding Judy. I think Judy's the best receiver. I know, Gerald, you got Lamb. Dave, I don't know what you think. Break the tie here. Judy's number two to me, though. Yeah, Sutton's number one. Judy's number two. No, I'm talking about about Judy versus Lamb. Oh, um, I mean, I don't know enough about him. I I really wanted either one. I I couldn't say who I had ranked higher than the other, to be honest. So that's it, Drew Locke. I think he's just a huge winner. All right, back on you, Dave. Uh, I am going to take uh, – it's a tie for me, but I'm going to go with the loser because we haven't talked about any. I want to talk about Justin Jefferson, but I'll go with Marlon Mack. He was draft. He was he had a, a running back drafted, Jonathan Taylor, who's going to come in and just take that job. It's a lot like carry on. He's not special. He's fine. Like, he gets the job done, but they drafted a guy to replace him, a guy with you know a lot of upside that people love, and I expect, again, why – Probably early in the season, if not mid-season at the latest, Taylor to have that job. Max just a guy standing on the bench watching. I was like, oh, cool. Now my boy uh, Marlon Mack can get the passing downs. That's wrong. That's Naeem Hines. Mack yeah. is just going to be out of the system soon. He's just going to be a backup. But can Jonathan Taylor hold up after having all those carries at Wisconsin? Yeah, because he's never been injured. Well, I mean, look at all the other Wisconsin running backs. I know it's a trend but all these guys ron dane to um i can't think of the other guy's name like they just all bust except for melvin gordon right right and that's a recent pick maybe this this guy's even better than gordon i honestly i love taylor so i i think that he's like a a a marshawn lynch or ap style runner and he's never he's never been injured which is even more impressive because how he runs all right, all right, Gerald, you're up next. All right, I'm going to go with a loser. Now, I'm going to say Jameis Winston for fantasy. We're talking about fantasy because before this offseason, before the draft and all that, even, even, even before, well, let's say after Tom Brady, you still had a feeling that maybe he could have signed somewhere and started, right? There was a possibility. There was a few teams, Chicago Bears. No, no, nobody. He couldn't have started anywhere? No. If Cam Newton cannot get a job, neither can Jameis Winston. Cam's not good. Cam's injured. He hasn't been healthy in how many years? Jameis can't see. Listen, all I know is Jameis was offered $8 million to play for the Steelers. And he turned it down to go play with New Orleans so he could learn behind Drew Brees. Right? But Drew Brees... He's not the same type of quarterback as Jameis Winston. Ben Roethlisberger is the same kind of quarterback. So why didn't he go make more money and learn behind Ben Roethlisberger? 
All I know is Jameis Winston's fantasy value has plummeted. It's trash. It's gone. You can't even – you could probably get like a third-round pick for him in Dynasty, right? That's about it. I know I know a guy that's trying to get a second, third yeah. bag. Yeah. Well, you got to <laughs> try to get as much as you why, can for this guy. Why would you want to put Jameis in, in – in, why would you want to put Jameis in Pittsburgh? That doesn't make any sense. He's a bad personality. He's a rapist. It makes ben sense, bro. <laughs> don't it make sense? Ben Roethlisberger's a rapist. You don't want those two together. Why? They're they could both. go around raping people together. What are you talking about? They're rapists. Um, <laughs> he doesn't like backup quarterbacks. He got. He didn't. Remember whenever um, Rudolph got drafted? He's like, I'm not. I'm not teaching that guy nothing. So he doesn't want the competition. They wouldn't do that to Ben. So that wouldn't make sense. That would only hurt Jameis, not Dude, help. But they did. Three. They offered him eight million dollars. Yeah, and he didn't take it, and he went to somewhere where he can learn. I think Jameis is going to actually learn from this. But you said he, that he they wouldn't do that to Ben, but they did. They well, tried to do that to Ben. They tried to, and whatever. It would have been a bad situation. Good thing he didn't take it. Well, all I'm right? saying is the only reason Jameis Winston took went to New Orleans is for revenge. They give up our playbook and all that. I, mean, I know he did. That's the only reason he went over there. Right. Of course, he wants to play the Bucks twice a year. I don't blame him. Let's yeah. stick it to him. Well, he ain't playing the Bucks. He might. Breeze he ain't playing the Bucks, bro. Last year, look, if Breeze gets hurt, Jameis is going to start. I know you. I want, hope he does. This, Bring him on. You're on, you're on this Taysom Hill bandwagon, but he's not going to be the starter if Breeze gets, Listen, gets hurt. With our team, I hope they do start him because we do know his tendencies. He likes to throw it to the linebacker. His vision change didn't do anything you being nearsighted throwing to a linebacker that has nothing to do with your vision bro like come on <laughs> come on I, i'm i'm waiting for Jameis to come over here and play us all right listen Jameis isn't going to be relevant for two more years let's move on he, he listen to be honest with you if you get cut by sean payton after you already been cut by bruce arians Jameis winston is out of the league forever yeah maybe you might be right Next pick, Gerald. Oh, I get another one? Yeah, you get another one. Jalen Rager. Okay, I like Rager. So, I mean, there's no other. I mean, there's some weapons out there, but no no number ones. G. Ward, Boston Scott. Yeah, no, no. No, Rager is going to take over. It's going to be a beautiful thing. I'm telling you, this guy, I had him number three on my list. I had CeeDee Lamb. Jerry Judy and then Jalen Rager. I think he's he's gonna go off, dude. Can I say something real quick that I think is hilarious? So we just did a dynasty draft. Me, Dave, Zeb, Bing, the usuals, and I had like pick two hundred one, and Rager was still there, and I was gonna trade with Zeb so we can get his guy, and then I ended up not doing it because the deal wasn't right. I didn't like the deal. Dave agrees with me that the it wasn't good. And he was pit- he was mad. He was verbally texting me mean things, hurtful things. <laughs> you Matt patricia him? He was very, very mad at me, very angry. And then I hear y'all's podcast without me, and I hear him like, oh, Rick, like, oh, like, he sounds kind of like whatever. Who is this guy? And all of a sudden, like 10 minutes later, he's like, I'm all in, baby. My dad said he's awesome. This guy's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's just funny how you could just – from te- it's like it's like the Giants when they drafted Daniel Jones, they are pissed. 
But like a day later, like yeah, he's the he's gonna be awesome. It's just funny. You gotta, you gotta have you gotta be optimistic. Otherwise, what are you doing? Exactly. Well, Dave, like, you did the same percent. You did like, the same thing with ten percent. No, I'm I'm still not like all the way in. But it's like I have no choice. I would have rather kept Diggs. Diggs is a stud already. Now we gotta wait and hope, pray this guy is half as good as Diggs ever will be. He might be and, better. He might be better. Yeah, there's a chance he's better, but I doubt it. Like, let's be real. If he's half as good, he's only going to get 450 yards a year. Well, I guess we'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) How'd that pick go for you in the dynasty draft? He's on your team. Spent all that money on him. He's he's a stud. Diggs. That's right. Well, anyway, let's talk about Rieger a little bit. I I, I stepped on it. I just want to tell a story about Zeb. So you think (laughs) it's a great opportunity. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is he's the number one wide receiver stepping in the door. I mean, they actually helped their quarterback. I know that they drafted uh, another quarterback, but at least they got Rager. You know, this isn't this isn't the same situation as um, Aaron Rodgers. I don't think. Dave, your last pick, man. Talk about Jefferson. I guess I'll talk. I guess I'll say Jefferson. I think there's I think another big loser. I don't know who you're going to take, but I might snipe him. I'm going to say Gallup, too. I think that really sucks for Gallup because I like him a lot. But I'm going to say Jefferson. He's a big winner. He's going to an offense. He gets to replace the guy who had a good season. You know, he's needed there. Uh, he's going to get a chance to start right away. He should start right away. Um, Thielen's 30, I think, now. So he's got a chance to be the number one guy here in the next year or two. He, and in the meantime, he should be a solid number two. So, he's. I mean, he's a big winner as far as going. And I said this a couple weeks ago on, our, on the show whoever went to Minnesota as a receiver, because I knew they were going to draft one, um, is one of the, one of the, is one in one of the better spots. So he, he, he got, he, he's just the guy that fell there and we'll see how it goes. I hope he, I hope he does well. We'll see. I yeah, think he's going to be the number, what, number two option behind Thielen. So I like it. Yeah. And obviously Thielen to help him out, you know, he'll, he'll show him the ropes. So we're going to go into, uh, right. The last pick. And um, I'm going off the board. We did a little thing where we comp- we, we, we took like, what, 17 people? I say, F your list. I'm going to my list. It's Tua time, baby. Tua to the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins' biggest winner. Tua is – I'm so excited about Tua. Now, you say, Josh, like, he's hurt. He's injured. Whatever. No, listen. We didn't trade Fitzpatrick. We didn't trade Larry Tunsil just to draft these guys that we drafted. We wanted that capital to move up for Tua. We wanted Tua this whole time. And now Tua's a Miami Dolphin, and he's going to be the franchise quarterback for 15 years? Dude. You hope. He is the winner of the draft. He went to exactly where he needs to be. And I hope Dan Marino is a big man and says, you could wear number 13, young man, because you are a beast. Wow, that's pretty stupid. (laughs) <laughs> I do like to. Uh, I do I like to. Marcus number. Josh is getting away Marino's number. Like, who cares? Let's go. Well, I mean, if Michael Irvin can give up his eighty-eight to Dez, why can't Dan Marino give his thirteen up to Tua? Well, right? you can. You I don't know. I just think with the emergence of Devontae Parker last year, with Preston Williams hopefully coming back and being the same person with. That uh, the only thing we don't have is a good running back. We just traded for Burita. I I don't see how this is a bad yeah, move. He's the goat, but you know he wanted to trade him away. So I just can't <laughs> injury. I just don't. You guys don't get it. You don't get it. We haven't had a franchise quarterback or anything to look up 
for quarterback in. I don't get it. Fuck you, idiot. <laughs> I haven't had a good quarterback <laughs> since like fucking Culpepper in 2005. Besides so like one good year far, and now like two solid seasons of. Yeah, Dave, you sold on, your bro. soul. I'm a fucking Bucks fan, far. bro. We had. I mean, seriously, Tom Brady is the first good quarterback we have ever had. Well, here's the thing: is I'm which you guys have never had the greatness of Dan Marino on your team. So I understand you wouldn't know what it's like to have to lose that greatness. I lost greatness. And I've been going through Jay Fiedler's, Brian Greasy's, the Ryan Fitzpatrick's, the Ryan Tannehill's. Now we have Tua, a real quarter. The guy, for two years, Tank for Tua has been a thing for two years, and we did it. You were alive during Dan Marino's era? Yeah, I saw, I saw his game. You were like three years old. No, I wasn't. I was born in 85, the year... Shut up, man. <laughs> this motherfucker didn't up. know. He don't listen. Your whole existence, your team has not been relevant, bro. We already talked about this. That's not true. That's not true. Maybe a year or two. I heard y'all there. say that too. Yeah. I heard y'all say that. They were in that. the playoffs every year when I was in high school. And as soon as I graduated high school, they suck. So ever since after high school, they sucked. Yeah, but you haven't seen a Super Bowl win. You haven't seen anything like that. Uh, of course I haven't, but I've seen playoff wins. I've seen playoff appearances. I've yeah. seen us beat the Patriots more time than both y'all franchises combined. Well, you're in the same division. I mean, <laughs> of course you're gonna have more wins. I'm just, Don't I'm fuck. just saying. I'm just saying it happens. We beat them two years in a row, and y'all haven't beat them in like 15 years. It's cool. That's all good, bro. Every four years, you fucking moron. So beat them. <laughs> you guys haven't. <laughs> Whoop de doo. Yo, we own Tom Brady. Tua, Tagovailoa. You can't even say his name. You can't even neither say. Can, his neither name. can Roger Goodell. Play the clip, Gerald. Tua. <laughs> Ain't nobody Goodell's playing that clip. Okay, so let's. So you said he was a loser, right? Because he went to the Dolphins. No, he's one hundred percent winner. Definitely a loser. <laughs> now, now listen. Speaking of losers. I already went through this with Dave today. I have to do this. I have to do this for, for, for America. I have to do this for Bing, for Zeb, for Sweep, all of the, all these guys. Marcus Nash. <laughs> David Boston. Okay. Troy Edwards. Boston's Pete, pretty good. Peter Warwick. Travis Taylor. Kareb Robinson. Rod Gardner. Ashley Lalee. Javon Walker. Charles Rogers. Von Walker was good. No. Brian Johnson. He was pretty good, man. Lee Evans. Michael Clayton. Michael Jenkins. Rashawn Woods. uh, Troy Williamson. Mike Jones. Mark Clayton. Mike Jones. Dwayne Bowe. Robert Meacham. Craig David. Anthony Gonzalez. Dwayne Bowe was all right. Darius Hayward Bay. Kenny Britt. Jonathan Baldwin, Kendall Wright, AJ Jenkins, Tavon Austin, Cordello Patterson, Kelvin Benjamin, Nelson Aguilar, Rashard Perryman, Philip Dorsett, Corey Coleman, Josh Doxon, Laquan Treadwell. All I know is these were all the first round, not all. There were some studs. I just didn't name those guys, like the yeah. Tory Holt, the Plaxico Burns. But that, I, because I just named way more. So name oh, the name the, the studs though. You want me to real quick? Randy yeah. Moss, Tory Holt, Plaxico Burris, Santana Moss, Don, um, Andre Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald. 
uh, Roddy White, San Antonio Holmes, Calvin Johnson. Uh, per- I'm not going to name Percy Harvin. I didn't name him as a, oh, a yeah. bum. Percy or, Harvin was definitely a good. Percy Harvin was a stud. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Marius Thomas, Des Bryant. Did you not football? You're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Did you hear that he, sp- he wants to come play for Brady? Back my point is, my point yeah. is, everyone thinks Judy, C.D. Lamb, Rieger, Ruggs, Higgins, all these guys are Higgins in the second round pick. They're not all going to work. They're not all going to work. Somebody thought Anthony Gonzalez was a stud. I never heard of the guy. He was you know cult. what I mean? Yeah. I remember him, cult. yeah. Yeah. It's well, like the first round, yeah. Somebody thought. Lee Evans, the Buffalo Bills, thought Lee Evans was a stud. He had a couple good years. He had a, he he had a couple of really good years. Okay, but so did Michael Clayton. He had a good rookie year, but he's not a stud. You're right. Yeah. I agree with you. I know your point is, and I agree. Everyone point, thinks all these guys are going to hit, and that's not going to happen. Nobody thinks saying. that, though. Yes, they do. What are you talking about? The entire, every podcast, every media outlet, every single person I know, these guys, this is the deepest draft ever. Nah, this How guy. do we know that? Listen. And you know what? No, it is deep. It's very deep. The reality is a lot of these guys will be either solid to very good, and there's going to be a couple that are superstars, but there's definitely going to be a bunch of busts. Like, that's just the facts. That's You can't take that away. Like, and then some of these running backs are in great spots. They're probably going to bust, too. It just happens. Plus, a Unless lot of this is situational. I mean, look at uh, Marshawn Lynch with the Bills. Yeah, he was, he was good, but he wasn't great until he went to Seattle. You're exactly. right. Exactly. So a lot of it is situational. But at the same time, like there are guys and when when I draft with the rookie drafts, especially Dynasty, right? There's guys that I like and that's all I like and I'm not gonna touch anybody else. And that's fine, because you or like you and like someone like Bing, you guys do a little bit more like you watch a little more college football, you have have guys that you know and you like, and it's fine. I'm different because I don't I don't watch a lot of college football. I watch Florida State. Sometimes when they are not awful, which they always are lately, but I don't know a lot of these guys. Like I just do my research after they're drafted and see who they are and go from there. That's just yeah. what I do. And so sometimes yeah, it's wise to do that because you, you know where they're at now and you don't look like an idiot saying, Oh, this guy's going to be fucking great because when you're yeah. saying, Hey, this guy's going to be great before he gets drafted. It's a little risky, right? Yeah, because you don't know where he's going to go. Like, he can go to be a backup running back for five years. Exactly. And you're not even new about that. Exactly. And it's just, it's just, honestly, what I'm trying to get to is when we do all of our dynasty drafts, when we do all of our rookie drafts, honestly, at the end of the day, it's all a crapshoot. We don't know. I'll take you to back to my first ever dynasty draft, and I talk about this all the time. My first ever rookie dynasty draft. I had 102. Dre took Monty Ball 101. I took Le'Veon Bell 102, had no idea who Le'Veon Bell was, not even lying to you, no idea. And Zeb took Giovanni Bernard after me at 103. I got lucky. I was one of those three worked out, right. you know? Yeah. And it's all it is. Like, so I can sit here and say, I'm going to take Judy. We don't know what he's going to do. Nope. No one does. Like last year, I was hyping the hell out of AJ Brown, right? That was my guy. You guys knew that, right? Mm-hmm. And. When he got drafted to the Titans, I was like, oh, shit. He's, he's going to be with Mariota. It's going to be a shit show. But as soon as Mariota got the boot and Tannehill took over, Tannehill's a good quarterback. He was just with a crap franchise. Once he took yep. over with the Titans, and A.J. A. Brown just exploded. Well, I mean, you can have your guys you like. Like, I liked 
You know, there's a couple of guys that I like. Dave likes Dalvin. Dave likes Dalvin Cook out of the draft no matter what. Florida State bias, I get it. But Dalvin Cook's a beast. Like, we all have our guys. Like, Dave's guy this year is Cam Akers. He won't stop talking about Cam Akers. Yeah, who's I your guy? Him. I know who's Dave's guy? guy. Who's your your guy's? Tua. From Tua is his guy. Well, Tua now it is. But out, let's say outside of your, your team, who who like give us a wide receiver and a running back. That's your guys. Like the guys I'm looking for. Okay, well, I don't do a pre-draft because I don't know. I'd like to know where they land. But exactly. now when where they landed, I love, I love Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. That yeah, offensive line is amazing, and I'm going to try to get Taylor in every redraft and dynasty I can get. Yeah. Not going to do it in dynasty because we know a certain person that owns every pick. You know, we didn't get these picks, but Jonathan Taylor is my running back. As far as receiver, I couldn't tell you. Really, Jefferson. I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> Jefferson, uh, 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 the the guy, the 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 Miami guy that the Vikings drafted. That's my guy. <laughs> You don't even know his name. How about DJ you know Dallas? Cool? Who? DJ Dallas. I don't even know who that is. I don't really? know. They said that he's supposed to be getting um a lot of third down looks. Like, let me put it to you this way. He's this from the U. He's from the U. He's a running back from the U. Obviously, you don't watch <laughs> the Hurricanes. I saw him on Madden when I was playing in one of my franchises. Yeah, yeah we, we play Madden and we draft off of that. Oh, okay. I got two in my league, baby. Let's go. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so, Gerald, let's put it this way. I remember when Jarvis Landry got drafted in that huge draft, like with Beckham, with all these guys. This guy we were playing with called Paper Lions. He was in our my first ever Dynasty League. He had Jarvis Landry, and I saw he was a Dolphin. I'm like, Jarvis Landry, I want that guy cause, just because he's a Dolphin. I didn't know he was going to be a stud, which he is. I didn't know that. I just liked him because he was a Dolphin. I don't, I don't really follow college or the draft like you guys i just do my research like dave crash course i cram it all in and then i just do my best picks available i was high on um, jarvis landry when he came out just because he was a, a slot guy he was gonna catch a lot of balls you know he looked impressive i was you know high on mike evans because the bucks drafted him and well i remember this i told dave mike evans is my favorite receiver out of that draft because I said he makes Johnny Manziel look good. He Manziel did. wasn't good. I knew. That. I wish I had this podcast back then because I said Manziel was going to be a bust. And he, was. he was. I said Baker was going to be a bust. Looks like he's about he's to. No, he's not. Calm down. He's been in the league two years. Well, Harry Knievel has been in the league for one year and everyone's calling him a bust. Yeah, Chill. because he actually didn't do shit. Baker has been fine. Listen, sure. Baker, Baker just got a lot of help, man. So. But I heard the Beckham's going to go to the Vikings. What happened, Dave? That was never going to happen. That was Twitter talk. Should know better than less than that. The rumors. All right. And now we're going to jump into a mock dynasty rookie draft only. It's going to be a PPR draft standard, not super flex. And we're going to start off with Gerald one. Dave's going to be two. And I will be three. Snake draft. We're going to go in the first round. Top 12. Yeah, top 12. All right. So, with the first pick, I am taking Jonathan Taylor. Ooh. Bad pick. Bad pick. That's horrible. Cool. Suck my dude. Cool. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess if I got number two, I get the guy that should have went number one. That's uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Easy. Easy pick for me. Okay. Uh, I got three and four. I'm going in no particular order. Jerry Judy and C.D. Lamb. 
I got Cam Akers. Let's go. Akers five. Feeling good about this. All right, who you got, Gerald? Six. Six and seven. I'm going to say Swift. Swift. All right, now let's go with your next one. Seven. Dobbins. Dobbins. Yeah, that's pretty easy. I, I'm going to take Jefferson. That leaves me with taking Rieger. Good pick. Rieger. Rieger? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. And then, since I go back to back, I am going to take Keyshawn Vaughn. Not bad. I thought about him. Um, I'm going to take, uh, I'll take Ruggs, I guess, at 11. And Gerald, you finished it out. It was the last pick in the first round, non-super flex. Mm, this is a hard one. I'm going to say Mims. Mims? Okay. So no quarterbacks. I thought about I think I think Burrow should go around twelve, but uh I get it. <clears throat> no, I get it too, but Superflex, we're gonna change we would change it up with Burrow and two and Herbert all be gone, right? Oh Superflex oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean you're leaving out Mims, Rugs, and Bong instead of the last three picks. I mean it really goes by team what you need, but Yeah. In a Superflex those three for sure are gone. Yes. Alright, so that wraps it up unless Dave has a dirt bag. Yeah, um, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm not having. I'm gonna ha- not have a, a dirt bag. James oh, you know Winston, who the dirt bro. bag is? James Josh Winston. for being a piece of shit and not joining us <laughs> on the show last week. How about that? Dirt bag of the week, Josh Kimmel. I've been dirt bag like eight times, guys. Yeah. Can you pick someone else. I'm gonna say Jameis Winston, <laughs> and I'm gonna play a clip. All right, I'll, I'll play a clip and tell you why. Well, I ain't going to tell you why. I'm going to play the clip, and you decide for yourself if, if he's a, a trashy, dirtbag piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> and I actually have a Hall of Fame quarterback that I'm learning from, opposed to uh, trying to learn by myself or, or use Google. He was a dirtbag. Straight up dirtbag. What a piece of shit. Always a dirtbag. James is he's, a dirtbag. He's the worst. He's the worst person on the earth. Yeah. I take that back. He helped us. He helped Florida State win a championship, and for that, I'll always love him. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't care either way. He's just a person. All right, so that wraps up the show. Uh, thanks for listening. That's Gerald Gerso. That's Dave Dirtbag Campbell from Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast, and we're out. Music produced by Cinema Beats and edited by iSouth Entertainment. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable.